Hello, and welcome to the season finale of PM Perceptions with Michelle and MJ on the Career Tipper podcast. The Skills Recharge Conversations continues about project management, something that is just the essence of who we are professionally. And um, the season finale, we are talking about the evolution of project management. I'm your host, Michelle Beatty, the creator and host of Career Tipper podcast and the founder of Skills Recharge and the creator of Keep Your Stride. MJ, welcome. Tell the listeners about yourself. Hello and welcome everyone. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. I have to say I'm a little little sad that this is our last episode, but I am excited of everything, all the information that we brought to our audience. I hope that everyone found it super helpful and that, you know, we're going to continue the conversation today. Um, a little bit about me. Well, I have been a project manager for over 17 years. My experience comes both from working with international organizations such as uh, uh, the World Bank. Um, I have done work with the United Nations. I have done work with USAID, Department of Veterans Affairs, DOD, all in the capacity of a project manager. Of course, not initially, but I have been part of a project for most of my life and then have had the opportunity of manning and project managing several of those projects. I am currently the CEO of 3T Institute. Project management is something that I'm very passionate about. So I continued the career with helping other individuals really upskill or reskill in the concepts of project management, um, specifically in the project management certification. So the school is very popular for that training course. Uh, yet we also offer Agile, A+, Security Plus courses for anyone who's really looking to uh, enhance their skills and build confidence and go out there and really kick butt on their projects. Oh, for sure. And I'm a student of yours and I'm also a living testimony of the work that you do. Like you have helped me go from wanting to be uh, getting my PMP credential because I found that I was already a project manager, but I needed the credential. And you helped me overcome like the imposter syndrome and mindset and really understand um, what it means to be become PMP certified and just to be confident and go after my career goals for where I am in my life right now. I think one thing when it comes to whatever career you choose, as we all know, where we are when we start our careers is not where we are mid-career or like when we retire and you want just different things. And for me, I learned that project management was just a right fit for the lifestyle that I want to have for myself and live and also professionally like i am a project manager i love be able to get it going and then button it up and go off to the next thing so for me it's just been a great um journey of evolving as a project manager recognizing that i'm a project manager and then recognizing that i am a proficient project manager and a lot of that majuba has to do with your tutelage, your mentorship, and I'm very grateful for your time and your resources that you have shared and invested in me. So thank you. Oh my gosh, Michelle, thank you for, for the credit. But I have to say that um, through all of this, you have been such a good sport and you've remained consistent. You've been open 
to my suggestions or recommendations or just point of view. So a lot of the credit just goes to you. And uh, thank you for using me as one of your mentors. It's been nothing but a pleasure. And I'm excited that we continue our relationship uh, even after you obtaining your PMP certification. And now we're here in your podcast live helping other individuals overcome their imposter syndrome or some of the questions they might have about project management. So I, I love that we're enriching everyone else's lives today together. Oh, for sure. I think I get a lot of DMs about project management from people at different places in their life, and they all have different career journeys. And it's just a lot of time just clearing the cobwebs. That's something I say a lot lately, clearing the cobwebs and just shining the flashlight on the dark areas that just need clarity of them understanding what it means to become PMP certified and also show um, themselves that they are more than capable of getting this done and earning this credential for themselves, not only just to earn money, but to increase their professional credibility, to be able to be considered for opportunities that only they can do in regards to um, a job. You know, if they're looking specifically for PMP professionals, then there's certain jobs that you can go for just because you have that credential. Yes. Yes. And that's the amazing part about the PMP certification. It really does open up doors because anyone interested in project management might as well get it early, get it out of the way so that when the right opportunity comes, you can go for it. It isn't a roadblock because what happens with a lot of career professionals is that it's when they really need it is when they get it. Then there's a pressure of studying and passing this exam. And like within 48 hours, I have people always calling me, I need to pass this exam tomorrow. How do I do it? I'm like, you can't. You tr The exam tests your knowledge, uh, your understanding of the concepts. Some exams out there you, you can memorize and you can quickly learn. Yet the PMP certification just isn't like that. The exam says, what are you going to do next as a project manager? How will you handle the situation? What are some of the different plans that you're going to utilize? So if there isn't a solid understanding of the concepts and standards, what ends up happening is that individuals get flustered. Then during the exam time, they choose the wrong answer and they end up failing. So like Michelle said, you know, having a plan for your career, if you are interested in project management, it's where your passion is then start early, start now, get the certification and get it out of the way. Yeah, for sure. Because it's stressful. It it can be a stressful experience and everyone's experience is different. I've seen people that they get it done in less than a month. I've seen people take over a year. You know, it just depends on life and where you're at, your confidence level, your ability to study and to really zone in and grasp the information so you are test ready. So let me just be very clear. Everyone's journey is different when it comes to this, um, but it's a worthy journey and you have to do it when you're ready. But I definitely agree. Having gone through the process, um, it's better to do it when you don't have a sense of urgency tied to it. Yeah. <laughs> because it can just drive you to a whole nother level that you don't need to take yourself. So when we talk about the evolution of a project manager, what are ways that they can 
identify developmental opportunities as they evolve as a project manager? Yeah, great question. So it's interesting because the evolution of a PM really happens over time and it almost happens accidentally. I think early in our careers as a project manager, we just take the next opportunity that comes our way because it either gives us the title or we think we're going to be in that industry and we're going to like it. Yet the reality of it all is that you go to a corporation or you're on a project and your project ends and you're given the next opportunity, there really isn't a lot of choice there. So you're kind of forced on a project maybe that you like or you don't like. Yet what that does is it kind of exposes you to different processes or tools or a different industry of a project, a different, a different team dynamic. And that's where a natural growth happens, not, not one that you planned. So my, you know, my recommendation always to project managers is to be open, be open to experiences out there and be open to knowledge. Expose yourself to as much as networking events as you can. If someone wants you to come and speak about your experience as a project manager within a particular industry, don't shy away from it. Practice being a uh, speaker and go out there and share your knowledge. Think about it that way. Yet, you know, we also see industry trends. Be ahead of those or be within the trends if you can be. For example, 10 years ago, Agile was huge. You know, I had received my CSM at a time where CSM wasn't even a thing. You know, a lot of people didn't even know about it, yet it was a trending towards Agile and the application of it and really using Scrum to run meetings. And I said, you know what, this is going to be the next hot thing. Let me go ahead and get it. So watch for those things. And um, you know, and almost plan ahead. So take the next certification. If you see people talking about it, if you're already PMP certified, join a PMI chapter. There's so many different discussions and speakers that come and join, and they really talk about all of these different industries and projects. And if something interests you, go for it. And that's how you're going to develop yourself. And that's how you're going to be a dynamic project manager. Um, one last thing that I want to add to that is as a project manager, it's wonderful when we have a very particular niche skill, which is excellent because it does set you apart. Yet what the market is really looking for in terms of project manager and your project management skills is someone who understands a little bit of everything and someone who can come in and say, oh, I understand that uh, yet maybe not fully, but I, I know where to get the knowledge from. Let me go uh, reach out to my network. That was our last episode. We talked about your friends in the industry, other consultants, uh, you know, other companies that probably have done the same project. So they they want someone who can come in, bring all these little pieces together. So if you can diversify your skills uh, while keeping a particular niche, that's going to really serve you as a project manager. For sure. And I just want to add, it's also important to be willing to network across with other project managers, learn from them. One thing I've learned and I continue to experience that project managers are very supportive of each other. If you don't know, they're gonna figure it out. They're gonna give you the template. They're gonna tell you where to go. They're gonna tell you who to talk to. They're gonna tell you the politics of the situation. They're gonna tell you the language. 
whatever you need to help you get it quick and get it fast, get it quick and excel fast, or as MJ likes to say, fail fast so you can move forward, so you can get the lesson and keep it moving. So I just want to add that to those great suggestions and shares that MJ just gave us. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, MJ, we are talking about developing (laughs) and shaking up your comfort zone and study, study, study and investing yourself. But all of that requires patience, right? So talk about the importance of being patient with yourself, because this is definitely not an overnight journey. It really isn't. Um, I can say from a personal experience, I have doubted myself and my skills over and over again. And it came from a place of fear and judgment because, you know, there comes a point in our career where others feel like we should know. <laughs> and yet, you know, and you're like, oh, my God, they, they think that I know all of this stuff and I really don't. Is it imposter syndrome? Am I faking this? So there is that fear of judgment, fear of failing, fear of just, uh, you know, I don't know if I can do this. It happens to every single one of us. I have gone through that as well. And so, you know, how did I overcome it? I think a lot of it has to do with what you're saying to yourself on a daily basis. Our fears are what they are. Other people's judgments, they they are what they are. We can't change that. And so what do you have control over? And that's where we need to start from. And what we do have control over is how we talk to ourselves. And the moment I realized that, I said, you know what, uh, MJ, say something different, right? I understand that fear is based off of this, our essence as humans, evolution evolution of a human being is to protect ourselves from death and dying. So once we find that out, then it's a matter of saying to ourselves, thank you for trying to protect me, yet here are the facts. The fact is that I'm educated, I have experience, I have a certification, I have knowledge, I have a solid network, and I believe in my abilities. I know that I, I have overcome for, far worse than mm-hmm. potentially managing a project. I know that I can do this. And so just how you talk to yourself, what you say to yourself is so important. If you say the same things as your fears and those that you feel are judging you, then essentially what you're doing is you're just digging a hole and you're just going to go in that hole and you're never going to come out. And we see, I see that a lot in individuals who work for companies, they just dig these holes for themselves and they never go for the next promotion. They never go for the next opportunity because they've essentially accepted their fears and other people's judgments. So if you're in a place like that, I just want you to say, crawl out, say something different to yourself, look at examples around you. Um, Fear is natural. Insecurities are natural. Thinking that you're going to fail is very natural. Yet, you know, there are some facts that are out there about yourself that you know are true. Hold on to those and you will succeed. I promise you that. Oh, for sure. Thank you so much for sharing that. So MJ, at what point does a PM go from feeling scared for a managing a project to being confident? When is that shift? (laughs) Uh, You're going to think my answer is funny, but I think it's funny because it is by failing. Uh, It truly is by failing that you learn to succeed. Uh, You know, uh, my first project, did I do everything perfectly? No, 
I've ran meetings with my clients where I have shared the wrong document because I was managing two projects at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so I failed at that. I, you know, and I quickly learned that I needed to create a different filing system for myself. Um, there are times where, you know, there was a mismanagement of just possibly calculating calculating resources and what was needed. I failed at that, yet I learned from it. And so, you know, your first project, uh, first two projects, even as you are, as you're in your career as a project manager, even if you're a senior project manager, you're going to do some things wrong, yet those are the lessons we learn from. And that's how we build our confidence to say, got it, learn from it. I understand what to do here. I, I know what I can do better next time. And so that almost becomes part of your DNA and you build this confidence and you almost, you know, it, every part of the, the, this, the trigger, you know, the triggers that would make you nervous before. Now those are opportunities of learning. So you start rethinking again. And so it happens over time, like I said, and it happens by failing. Uh, and then one day people are going to come to you and say, well, how do you run a project? What's the first thing I need to do? And you're going to say, here's the first thing. Get your charter, understand who your stakeholders are, build those relationships early, get those requirements, prioritize the requirements, follow the processes for your organization or a change management process so that you're not having to overpromise and then underdeliver. So you get to learn all of that and through experience you grow and you learn, lean on your network, identify mentors. Uh, am I saying that should that everyone should fail? Absolutely not. Uh, so if, you know, always leverage your network, your mentors, other consultants, other friends in the industry, so that you can learn from their failures mm-hmm. as well. So it's not like you always have to fail. Other people's failures can also teach you uh, their lessons learned can be your lessons learned. Oh, for sure. For sure. Now, MJ, what's the difference between managing and leading a project? I think sometimes that gets a little muddled um, for PMs, especially when you have different partners within your team telling you what your role is and your task. So where does that, where do they stand with that, with speaking up for themselves? Yeah. So when it comes to management and leadership, it is unique. There are probably a billion articles out there on how to manage and how to be a leader and this visionary person that's leading the project towards, you know, uh, towards success. To me, I think we we are all natural leaders, and I and I'll touch on that um, a little bit um, after I kind of talk about the comparison between management and leadership. To me, uh, management is just taking a set of processes and making sure everyone follows it. Did you create your report? Yes or no? Uh, did someone show up at eight? Uh, did they leave at five? Did they take the one hour lunch? Are, are we following the processes that is supposed to? So it's very this very um, succinct kind of uh, process that needs to be followed. The manager's there to make sure a process is followed. Um, and so leader yet, a leader, as they're also ensuring that processes are followed, they are the visionary. They motivate the people that are around them. They show them the teams specifically what the mission and vision of this entire project is and get the team to really understand that they're part of a bigger cause. 
so it's more uh, more than the process for a leader. It's about the vision. It's about the mission, the ultimate objective, the end result, the benefit. So that's really the difference. And you know, as when when you're a team member within a project setting, it is hard to go to your manager and say, "Hey, can you can you motivate us?" Right? It's, it just never happens. There's so much intimidation. Um, generally, there's you know, I don't know if communication is great. People are very intimidated from just normal human relationships, which is unfortunate. Um, what I can tell the audience here that's watching today, I would say lead from your heart. Uh, lead from just being a human being. If you don't like someone treating you a certain way, don't. Treat others that way. Uh, if you don't like being judged by your hair or skin color or your size or what you wear, don't do that to other people. And so what I have found is that in, in the projects that I've gone to, I've looked at my teams as just humans, as another counterpart, as another friend, as another person who's helping me meet my client's objectives. That's it. Not that I'm any better than them, not that I'm any smarter than them. We're all in this one big circle trying to help our client. So that to me is leadership, just really remaining intact to our core values and human values, of course, while you're adhering to processes and making sure that things are managed, following your project management life cycle, following the specific methodology that works for your project. But we also know that with, without uh, a leader, uh, you know, excuse me, here's um, what I really want to say is that teams, project teams follow an individual that they look up to. So if your team doesn't look up to you, they most likely aren't going to respect you. And if they don't respect you, guess what? They're going to do, they're not going to put a lot of effort in. So really you, the choice is you're either going to be a leader and have your team really want to work for you and respect you, or you're going to manage them and you can manage them to tiredness and stress and anxiety, and they ultimately leave the project. Which you don't want. Which you don't want. <laughs> uh -uh. So how can a project manager decipher between choosing the standards of project management provided by PMI versus the ones provided by their organization? Gosh, I love that. I love that question. Um, so I think when we all come out of the PMI, PMP training, and I may have mentioned this before, the Project Management Institute is just one of the standards out there for project management. There are many other standards. PMI is a popular one, I would have to say. They do a lot of case studies. Um, they do role delineation studies. So the certification, I would say, is probably the most updated in terms of just the standards of project management. And one that's very popular in the, in the United States. Um, so generally you know you have this project management book of knowledge that tells you how to handle an entire project from start to finish excellent wonderful you just gotten your pmp or you're thinking about getting your pmp and you're reading on the standards but then you get hired as a pm and your organization doesn't call a project charter a project charter or they don't have a project management plan or they don't call their stakeholders stakeholders there might be a difference uh, in the terminology or in the process, here's the thing, you don't have to make a choice. 
You really don't. You just have to understand that ultimately your client's requirements needs to be met. The contract needs have to be fulfilled. So whether that is your organization's set of processes or PMIs, pick one or recommend one or merge, uh, merge them so that you can deliver value to your customer as early as you can. So it's about just uh, as a project manager, bringing in your knowledge, your skills, knowing how to use various tools and techniques to deliver value to your customer. So don't think about it. My organization doesn't have X, Y, and Z. It's very different from PMI. That is a truth. Organizations don't follow PMI's set of standards from A to Z. Um, they do what works for their culture. They do what works for their project delivery. And that is absolutely okay. Um, that's why they've hired you. You have the skills. You can remove some processes. You can add some new ones. And you have the authority to do that. For sure. I thank you for sharing all these nuggets because I think they apply for every, no matter where you are as you evolve to be one thing that I aim to be a proficient project manager. And there are a lot of project managers like that. They want to be the go-to person for their team. They want to be, they want to understand how to leverage their network when it comes to their SMEs and others that have gone before them. So one thing I just want to add is, and I've said it all season, ask questions. Like, do not hesitate to ask the questions. Even if you feel you've asked it five times, most of the time, if you are repeating it, it's not in the same manner. So that's where I say extend yourself grace, be patient with yourself. It might be the same question, but it's another level to it. And usually people on your team, members of your team, they understand that. And they rather you ask questions because it shows that you're in tune to them. And it shows that you are in tune to the work of meeting the goal. And you want to make sure that every T is crossed and every I is dotted. So it's often appreciated when you do ask the questions. Yeah. You know, I love that. I'm so glad you brought that up. There's no harm in asking a question. There's no harm in saying, I don't know. There's, you know, or saying, I would love to learn more. If you don't like saying, I don't know, say, I would like more information about this. Sorry, I don't know if that was a little glitch, but um, ask. It was. Absolutely. <laughs> We're still here. It, it's better than Aliza screaming in the background. Uh, but <laughs> which was very funny. It's, it's happened, uh, you know, it happened to us last time. But yeah, as, like Michelle said, ask questions are your gateway to finding the right answers, getting your answers and feeling great about your the next step that you're going to take. No, for sure. And I hope that anyone catching the replay or listening or watching at this particular time, I hope that this season of PM Perceptions with Michelle and MJ gave you an aha moment. If you had one takeaway that helped you evolve to your professional best, which is something that Career Tipper stands for, helping professionals evolve to their professional best. If you got that, please let us know. Comment, send us a DM. Let us know what it was. Let us know if we decide to do another season later this year, 
let us know what you would like for us to talk about. We're here to, we're here for you. We do this because one, we believe in seeing others excel, but we also want to make sure that we're giving the information that you need for you to increase your proficiencies and your effectiveness as a project manager, or just clear the cobwebs of understanding what you should be doing. So share that with us. We are definitely here to get the information. And if I don't know that, if I don't know your questions, I will find someone. I will ask MJ or take a partner. I mean, that's how I got, really, that's how I started down the project management road. I was doing career coaching for a listener of the podcast. They had a career coaching session with me because they knew I worked in career services and I was doing that after I had transitioned out of the role and I was still doing career coaching and they were asking me about project management. Well, I didn't know. So that's how I got connected to Asia Watkins, the founder of Women of Project Management. And in my conversation with Asia of me helping someone else, she was like, Michelle, do you realize that you are a project manager and that you need to really dig in with this? And that was my shift. That was my shift. And now here I am, PMP certified. I'm taking partnerships with 3T Institute. And I'm helping others have the same aha moment to experience the same success, if not more. Because all of our paths are different. I get really excited about that. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that. And that that's it. It took one question with Asia, right, to open up this amazing career for yourself. I mean, I, I want to say that, Michelle, after you got your PMP, how many other certs did you get, which I'm so, like, impressed by? I got my scrum. Yeah? Yeah, just my PMP you and my scrum. You did some coding classes, too, which I was like, wow, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I did the coding, but then I realized I was, like, burnt out. That's when you have to recognize your limits. And so I tabled some of it. But I would say it was so worth my energy because it really helped me figure out where I excelled in and what my interests were as a project manager. And you just recognize your limits. So, yes, I totally um, did go down that path of studying coding and things of that nature, but I realized my sweet spot was launching projects and operations. Like that's where my niche is. And so I think it's helpful that I know all that information now because it helps me recognize my strengths and it helps me also understand what others do and have even more appreciation for what they do. So if you're IT project manager, my I totally nod my head to you because it's, you know, we all add value and you're always going to be working with other project managers that do you know your project management you have your it you have your operations you have your marketing like there's so many aspects of it you have your human resources like that's one thing i love about project management it's a big playground for you to just decide where you want to go and you can easily shift if you acquire the knowledge to be to, to be proficient in that area. Like you were saying on the last episode, if you don't know about AI, artificial intelligence, don't expect to get this amazing job in artificial, artificial yeah. intelligence. Like find a starting point that can transition you to build upon that platform so you have a solid foundation. Yeah, I love that. Great, great, all great tips. I love it. Do you have any um, parting thoughts for 
the audience. I think my final thoughts are, yeah, a lot of what Michelle already shared. And, you know, I think um, if you are in a place in your career right now where you're guessing, you know, don't know what the next step is for you, or you're just confused or stressing you out and everyone's telling you different things um, and you just want to brainstorm, um, leave leave a comment leave us a message. Let's talk through whether the PMP certification is a good choice, whether another certification is a good choice. I think what you'll find in both Michelle and I is that we're natural coaches, um, natural coaches, but yet experienced coaches as well. And we can really help you navigate uh, your the right certification for your career. And like Michelle said, one thing that she really touched on was she said, I did go into coding, but I, oh, I always came back to project management. Um, yeah, you know, her venturing out to different aspects of the industry still benefited her because she does IT project management. She has a different perspective. So whatever step you've taken so far, don't feel bad for it. Everything that we do is so worth it because knowledge is power. You have that knowledge and you can help someone else. It gives you a different perspective. Yet, if you want to make the best out of your career, and I always say we don't work for the our entire lives. You want to maximize your salary. So if you are really looking to maximize your salary, but, but, you know, so that you can retire an age that, you know, you're going to have enough for, uh, in your 401k and et cetera, then let's have that conversation because is the PMP worth for you? Because we know that it does add about 20 to 30% in your salary. So if that's something you're thinking about, reach out to us. We would would be more than happy to walk you through and brainstorm with you and help you identify the the next best thing uh, for you for you to the next best action for you to take. And I just want to go back to episode two where you were t- discussing whether or not PMP was needed, and you were also just giving a difference. Like if someone has fifteen plus years of experience as a project manager and they're not PMP certified. And they're continuing to be able to land the roles that they want that meet their salary requirements and like their task challenges that they're looking for to continue to develop. Usually it's based off their network that they have cultivated over the years. So if you're new to project management and you don't are based off your interviewing and the positions that you're being interviewed for or being job offered for, and they are not hitting where you want them to, then the PMP credential might be a right fit for you to consider just in case you feel that you're not getting to, you're not going to get there in the time frame that you see fit, that PMP credential could be the game changer for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And in the scenario that Michelle mentioned, um, the you know a consultant who has 15 years of experience or 17 years of experience in project management remember that your resume has to be very metric driven uh you know what did you accomplish what did you get done for the organization because to continue to work in the field of the pm as a subject matter expert or an experienced project manager 
organizations are either going to look for credentialing or someone who has a proven track record of set metrics that they can show an interview and and where through their interview they can show maturity of understanding processes um, and life cycle project management life cycle uh, and yet if they don't have their pmp that's okay but for a lot of us and that's a very small group of individuals but a lot of us we do need the knowledge we do need the education just to understand you know what how do you define a project? What does that really mean, mm -hmm. right? And so, um, like Michelle said, for those that are entry level or mid level, or just want to understand how project management is accomplished successfully, then um, education and training will not hurt. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Well, we are potentially planning for another season of PM Percep Perceptions with Michelle and MJ later this year, but we need to hear from you. In order to make that happen, um, we've gotten some great feedback on all the platforms, YouTube, um, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and then the clips that we share. So continue engaging with us. We're here. Um, I will jump on a Zoom call. I offer up 30 minutes on a, of a free Zoom call just to help you brainstorm. So if you want to have that, definitely just DM, send me a DM, and we'll get that scheduled. And thank you so much for joining the season finale of PM Perceptions with Michelle and MJ. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Michelle. See you next season. <laughs>